We've all heard of women's intuition, right? Well, men have intuition as well. Intuition is so important when it comes to feeding ourselves and our families in our challenging food environment. This podcast explores a variety of topics related to a powerful, evidence-based eating framework called intuitive eating that integrates instinct, emotion, and rational thought. My hope is that it will help you finally break free of the perpetual diet cycle. This is the Men's Intuition Podcast. All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Men's Intuition Podcast. As always, I'm Jeff Ash, nutritionist, personal trainer, and intuitive eating coach, and I'm glad to be here. I am wiped out right now. I'm tired physically. I'm tired emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, mentally, socially, you name it, all of the elise. <laughs> it's 1040. PM and I just got home from the hospital where my wife has been for the last two and a half weeks. So I was hanging out with her. We were watching American Ninja Warrior as we do on Monday nights. So that was a nice distraction from the hospital environment. We've been playing a lot of Yahtzee together in the hospital because trying to kill time, trying to pass the time. And uh, as I said, she's been in there for about two and a half weeks now. There's been, well, she was in for a few days, got released, back in, got released, back in. Hopefully tomorrow she'll be released and we won't be going back anytime soon. But as you can imagine, that's been really stressful, tiring, challenging, uh, all of those kinds of things because, you know, I still have to take care of work and business and those kinds of things. And I have to take care of our dogs, which are at home. They can only be left alone for, you know, six or seven hours at a time. The hospital is close to the house, but not super close. So it's a little bit of a drive. So I, I have tried not to go back and forth too much. So I'll hang out with the dogs during the day and try and get some work done and meet with clients and that kind of thing. And then I'll go up to the hospital in the afternoon and hang out with my wife for the afternoon and evening and then come home and pretty much veg out to a Netflix, that kind of thing. But tonight, hey, I thought, why not come here and <laughs> dump what might be a rambling podcast episode? So bear with me as I, I talk about just a few things here. It's not going to be a super long one by any means, because I kind of want to go veg out a little bit and then go to bed. But I kind of felt like talking it out a little bit tonight. And so that's what you're getting. So Hopefully you find this episode helpful and maybe you can resonate with some of what's been uh, what I've been going through here yourself. All right. So anyway, as I said, my wife has been in the hospital. This is nothing new for us. So I'm not probably stressed out as much as most people would be in this particular case because my wife has long term chronic medical issues that have been going on at a pretty serious level for the last almost 10 years. So we got married almost 10 years ago, about a month later, all of her stuff started happening and we've been constantly in emergency rooms, in and out of the hospital and that kind of thing for the past almost 10 years. So as you can imagine, that's pretty tiring, pretty stressful, but it's somewhat, it becomes kind of normal after a while. And so that's why I'm, I'm here doing this. This is just one of the ways that I deal with stress is, is I find this really helpful actually talking about this and interacting with people and talking with clients and helping them work through things i find that to be helpful for me personally so anyway again <laughs> this is a little bit rambling but my my reason for coming on tonight was really to talk briefly about how intuitive eating has been such a godsend for me 
through this process. So through the the first few years of that, I was a calorie counter, a macro counter. I would manipulate my calorie targets and macros and diet at any given time based on what I was trying to do. I used to pursue kind of bodybuilding type training and type goals where, you know, you you do the whole bulk and cut. Hey, I'm in a bulking phase where I'm trying to focus on building muscle. So I'm eating more and often forcing myself to eat more than what was really comfortable. But, you know, I needed that to try and build that muscle in the, in conjunction with my structured training program and that kind of thing. And then other times I'm like, oh, I want to lean out. So I'm go through a cutting phase and, you know, this, this constant bulk and cut, bulk and cut kind of a thing. And when things are going smoothly, to be honest, it worked okay for me. It wasn't that big of a deal, but stressful times, disruptions in life are inevitable. And you may not be going through disruptions as consistently or long-term as I do, but any kind of disruption can throw a wrench in the works when you have some kind of a restrictive approach. Now, keep in mind, most of this time, my kids were grown. They were teenagers early on in our marriage, but then they both are out of the house now. And so I haven't had to deal with kids around. So if you have kids, that's just a daily stressor, right? A daily disruption in many ways. It's a wonderful blessing, but it's a disruption. It it throws a wrench in the works. Nothing ever really just goes perfectly smoothly. There's always something that's coming up that needs to be dealt with. Again, these disruptions that can throw a wrench in the works when it comes to our, our meticulous dieting strategies. And so a few years ago when I really made a change from tracking calories to incorporating the principles of intuitive eating into my own life, it's made such a big difference. All right, so I thought I'd talk a little bit about the difference in how I would navigate these situations when I was tracking calories, tracking my macros, versus now as someone who incorporates the principles of intuitive eating. So I no longer track, and I use these principles of intuitive eating. So how does how does it look different? And I can say this because this this situation right now is not terribly unusual for us. It's a little more stressful than than normal, but I've been through this a number of times over the last 10 years and I've been through it when I was macro counting and dieting and very strict with my eating and I've been through it when I've been incorporating the principles of intuitive eating. So, Here's how it looked different when I was tracking calories and counting macros. As an example, uh, we'd be in the ER and it'd be late at night. It might be two o'clock in the morning, hadn't been to bed yet, and I was hungry or emotionally hungry. And sometimes I was physically hungry, especially if I was dieting. I was actually physically hungry because I didn't have sleep to distract me or to, you know, I couldn't just go to sleep and you know, hungry. Oh, I'm so hungry, but I've already hit my calorie target, but it's 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock and I can just go to bed, which will make me, you know, I can just sleep through it and then eat again in the morning. Well, you can't do that when you're in the emergency room at two o'clock in the morning, you're hungry. And especially if you're going to be there for the next six hours or so, you're, you have to do something about that. And it's really, really difficult, as you can probably imagine and maybe even relate to, it's really difficult to push through and ignore that hunger when you're in a very stressful situation and when it's been hours since you've eaten and when you haven't been asleep yet. 
So what would happen is that I would go to the vending machine because what's open at the hospital at two o'clock in the morning is a vending machine. So I would go to the vending machine and I would pull out my phone and see what my phone would tell me I was allowed to eat. You know, where am I at with my macros for the day? And then I would look in the vending machine and I'd see something inevitably that looked really good. It might be cupcakes, might be a candy bar, might be pretzels, it might be potato chips. You know, I, I crave different things at different times. I don't really have a particular thing, but usually in these most stressful situations, I like sweets. So I look at my phone, I'm like, oh, I already got my carb number for the day. I need a little more protein, a little more fat. Oh, I guess I'll get those mixed nuts, you know, or almonds or whatever, whatever they had there, maybe beef jerky or something like that. So I get that out of the vending machine, thinking that I was good. You know, I'd scan the barcode, track it, eat that. And then that didn't satisfy me. It didn't hit the spot. I was still really craving the 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 sweet thing that I saw that looked good to begin with. And so I'd sit there, try and distract myself, and inevitably I would end up going back to the vending machine and getting that item anyway. And then usually what would happen is, oh, I went over my macros, because I would scan that barcode, of course, too. I'd go over my macros and say, you know what? Pfft, I'm already over, might as well just go crazy. So then I'd get two or three more snack items out of the vending machine, eat those. And then the next day, of course, I would not feel particularly great because it's not that these foods are necessarily bad in and of themselves. But when you eat a lot of them like that and go way beyond what your body was telling you it needed, it tends to not feel so great. And then if this was on a weekend, if it was on maybe a Saturday or something like that, I might say, you know what? this weekend shot. I'll start again Monday. And so I would eat like that for the rest of the weekend. I would go and eat even more sweets and stuff and just kind of pig out over the course of the weekend. So it's very much like a binge type of an episode, not a full official binge eating episode. Um, we'll talk about those on another uh, podcast episode. But But it was that kind of a thing where I was just very disconnected and just eating for the sake of it. I didn't particularly feel guilty or bad about myself for it, but I knew it wasn't serving me well. But hey, I was going to get back on track on Monday. So that would be the pattern. And it just wasn't healthy mentally, emotionally, psychologically, or even physically. And now incorporating the principles of intuitive eating, it looks so much different. Because now when I go to that vending machine, same situation, I'm stressed out, I'm craving something to eat, something sweet. I go to the vending machine and I look and what sounds good? What am I trying to get right now? Do I need something that's going to sustain me? So they're not thinking of macros and whether I've hit my target. I'm thinking it more in terms of what's going to taste good, what's going to nourish my soul at the moment, what's going to meet that craving that I have. And I even think about, hey, what's going to sustain me? And so now I go and I get something from the vending machine that meets that need at the moment. And that usually is all I need. So I'll just get one and I'm good. And then I feel good the next day. Um, I don't have this effort mentality the day after that. I just continue going about my business because that's how I eat every day, whether there's a disruption or not. That's how I evaluate my food choices. That's how I evaluate what I want to eat at any given moment. Tonight, I was craving Taco Bell. I don't know why. I don't even like Taco Bell. But for whatever reason, I was craving soft tacos from there. So I got three soft tacos, ate them, 
It actually really hit the spot, which is weird because Taco Bell, like I said, it's not my favorite place. I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to Mexican food and that type of food. But it just hit the spot. And I was satisfied. I'm I'm sitting here. It's 11 o'clock at night now. And I don't have any craving or desire to go grab something out of the pantry. I've had enough to eat today. I'm feeling good. Uh, my energy level is fine. You know, I'm, I don't feel like I'm drained because I haven't eaten. Um, and, and I'm feeling good and I'm feeling confident. Tomorrow, I'll continue with that. I may eat something sweet tomorrow. I may not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't know what mood I'll be in and what I'm going to be feeling at the moment. But that's how intuitive eating really looks different than macro counting or a diet where the diet is dictating to you what you can eat at any given moment, regardless of how you're feeling and regardless of what you're really wanting. It's dictating to you what you're allowed to eat and what you should do to, quote, stay on track. And that's the cool thing that I found with with the principles of intuitive eating is that you're not, you don't have to stay on track because it's flexible. It's based on what your body is telling you at any given moment. So when you're tuned into what your body needs and you're feeding yourself what you, you really feel like your body is needing at any given moment, whether that's protein or fat or carbs or something sweet or something maybe more like a salad or a sandwich or Whatever it is, ice cream, whatever it is at any given moment, if you tune into what your body is needing and you and, and you give it that, what it's needing, then you tend to find that you are satisfied. And when you're satisfied, you have so much less desire to, to go raid the pantry or to overeat and, and that kind of thing. And so I just thought I'd share these quick few thoughts tonight on this podcast episode. Um, hopefully that wasn't too rambling or disconnected. And hopefully you you resonated with that a little bit. And if you did, I'd love to hear from you. You know, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. That's usually where I'm most active at intuitive.eating.men. I'd love to hear from you. Love to uh, interact with you. Uh, you can interact with me on, on some of my content posts. But uh, again, feel free to shoot me a DM if you have a question or a, a concern, or if you're looking for someone to help you maybe navigate some of this stuff, uh, I'd be more than happy to set up a call with you and, and maybe talk to you and see if I could help you and maybe working together for a little bit might be beneficial to you. So uh, just let me know if there's anything that I can help you with in that area. As you can see from this podcast episode, I, I know a little bit about chronic illness. Um, I know a little bit about stress. <laughs> I know a little bit about dealing with health issues and and navigating stressful situations, uh, especially when it comes to food. So I'd love to to be able to help you out in that area if, if that's something that you could use some help with. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with this rambling episode. And I think I'm going to uh, sign off and maybe go watch something on Netflix. I don't know. Or maybe I should do what I think my body is telling me I should probably be doing, which is go to bed. So the more that I think about it, I think that may be the best choice. So anyway, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thanks.